Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim, fill that out and that's it. I always like to start with something interesting and despite all the attention that the metaverse is getting, Meta, of course, formerly known as Facebook, their stock is in a free fall. But they're not the only ones that are getting in the VR race. Oh, by the way, VR headset sales are down year over year about 12%. So guess who else is getting into VR? Okay, the company starts with the letter A. It's not Amazon. That's right, it's Apple. And word out this past week that they're going to use a lot of tech that's built into the Apple Watch and also iPhones and iPads. They're calling it a mixed reality headset instead of a VR headset. It has a physical dial that will switch to a view of the real world. Uh, the battery pack is going to be on your waist. And then there's small motors that will automatically adjust the lenses. It's going to be coming next year. Okay, the price, this is Apple we're talking about. So a regular VR headset, maybe between $500, $700, bucks, maybe 1000 Apple's headset, ooh, yikes, over three grand. And Apple is thinking, too, about launching a new car. But like VR headsets, it's taking some time. Well, with the car, they have yet to install the Windows. <laughs> Crack myself up sometimes. Hey, on that happy note, welcome to the Kim Commando Show. It's the nation's largest show about all things digital and the most trusted source. You can find us on over 420 top radio stations throughout the United States. We're streaming in your favorite radio app. Just search for My Last Name Commando. And we're streaming as a podcast, as a webcast 24-7 over at GetKim.com. And a special thank you goes out to all of our servicemen and women who are listening to us on the American Forces Network Radio. Our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And just a quick reminder, if you're just too shy to come on a big-time, award-winning national radio show and podcast, you can always shoot me your question via email at our website. That's the best way. Head over to commando.com. And on the right-hand side, there's a link that says Email Kim. I read every single note that you send me. And you're about to get more tech smarts because every single thing is, well, now a tech thing. And if you're a new listener, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. All right, every single day I visit at least 30 different websites to make sure that I'm up to date and to bring you up to date. And this is part of the show we're going to talk a lot about new products, specifically what has been announced at the Big Time Consumer Electronics Show, where they attracted about 100,000 plus attendees. They had over 3,000 exhibits from folks in 166 different countries. But the big thing at CES this past year, this past week rather, was, well, cars. As a matter of fact, 25% of the Consumer Electronics Show was dedicated just to cars and car tech and automobiles and computers and uh, EVs and things like that. Now, BMW, everybody's talking about that. They have something called the iVision D. This is a windshield augmented reality. It projects screensavers, messages, uh, your TikTok feed, maybe in your Instagram feed, your calendar, your emails, everything all on your windshield. I think that's going to be pretty dangerous, don't you? Um, but they also said that the car has a digital soul. They're calling their personal assistant D instead of, say, Apple Siri or Amazon's Alexa or Google Assistant. Now, it's also a color-changing car. So you can choose up to 32 different colors for the car. Endless colors, they say, for different patterns. Hmm. What color am I wearing today? Pink? I think I should have a pink car. Uh, another big auto reveal at CES. This is going to be a hot seller for Amazon. I'm talking about the Ring Security Dash Cams. They work just like Ring's at-home security cam system, but only for your car. 
And if the sensors starting this, if the sensors send something, they're going to trigger recording and alert you via the Ring app. And you can also talk to your car thieves as they're breaking in. Excuse me, can you leave right now? Please don't take my laptop, my iPad that I left on the seat. Uh, also coming to your car soon, Fortnite. Yes, I'm not kidding. NVIDIA's GeForce Now game streaming will bring online gaming to your car. Hmm, how fun is that? Only for Hyundais and Polestars in 2023, so you can play your games with all your buddies. But they are going to put some security behind it because you can only play when the car's parked. All right, number two, more about some AI. Uh, at CES, there comes LG's Mood Up. What is that? Yes, it's a refrigerator. It has LED panels, and there are 1,800 different color combos. Plus, you have themes for your refrigerator, like healing and season. Uh, there's also another gadget. Uh, TikTok chefs are going to love this, the Samsung Bestoke AI oven. Right? It's an AI oven. Why would you think you would want an AI oven? Anybody? Yes, you're so smart. So that this way you can stream everything as it's cooking on your social media feed, because that would be Really exciting to watch. Yes, I don't know. If only the oven would let you play a game of Pac-Man while you cook some Asian food because it's also a, a walk, 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 walk. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, number three. Yeah, I know. That was bad. Uh, let's talk about Amazon's sidewalk network. You're opted in automatically, and this way you can share a little bit of your bandwidth with other devices. Well, Amazon said they're going to be opening this up to third-party developers so that this way we can have more people and more devices using the Amazon Sidewalk Network. They're recharging them for that too. Amazon's so smart. Uh, Roku, guess what? They're not only into high-tech streaming devices, they now have their own TVs. And of course, they're going to be tracking everything that, that you watch and what you do and what you click on and things like that. Uh, number four on our list, oh my gosh, the stroller. Okay. A Canadian startup rolled out a $3,300 artificial intelligence self-driving baby buggy. That's right. Seriously, they want you to hand over three grand to strap your precious little infant into their stroller. As it plows along, it will rock the baby back and forth and play some soft music. Um, why would you buy this? Okay. I mean, when Tesla can go two years without someone dying in one of its self-driving cars... I might take a look at the baby carriage again. And finally, this coming in from CES, the toilets. Yes, Withings has an, has an iPhone-connected urine reader that goes into your toilet and transforms it into your own personal lab. It analyzes your waste, sends important data back to your smartphone. It has Urine has over 3,000 metabolites. I never knew this. Uh, offer some deep insight into your health. After all, when you go for your annual physical, what do they want you to do? Pee in the cup. And also Panasonic has partnered with uh, Molten Brown to make a creation you never knew that you actually wanted. It's a multi-tool for the bathroom. It can clean out your nose hairs. It can shave your head. It can trim your beard. It can get rid of the hair in your ears. And guess what? It's also a toothbrush. Yes. Talk about having hairballs. <laughs> Can't talk. All right. Coming up in this hour, we have brand new or not true. You kind of love this one. And also we have our new money tip. Yes, it's a new feature here on the Kim Commando Show, a weekly money tip. And this week, it's all about how to bring in some additional income by selling the stuff that you already have. And I'm not just talking about tech stuff. 
And then also later on this hour, how to see the apps that are listening and whether you have an iPhone or Android. And of course, we have all of your fantastic phone calls you don't want to miss here on the Kim Commando Show. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And if you want to keep tech smart, well, I want to make sure that you're getting everything that you can from us free for the taking. Make sure that you sign up for our newsletters. Head over to commando.com slash subscribe. And we have 12 different newsletters for you to decide which ones that are really appropriate for you. So whether you're on Windows, Mac, Android, or it's a small business that you're trying to run, is we've got some tech tips that will keep you up to date. And again, they're free. And we're not going to sell, lease, distribute your email address to anybody ever. So check it out and sign up now over at commando.com slash subscribe. All right, John in Austin, Texas, welcome to the show today. Yeah, so I have a a birdhouse, and it's got an associated Wi-Fi camera. And uh, the vendor of the camera wants me to install an app on my my phone, my cell phone. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife's got a, an iPhone, and that's where we were we were doing the installation. But in the process of doing the installation, um, I'm, I'm assuming this is just trying to interface with the camera so we can get the imagery. Uh, the The app wants us to enter in our um, Wi-Fi password. Sure. And I'm just not comfortable keying in my Wi-Fi password into this into this uh, third party application. Is that a so what is kind that of camera, paranoia, or is that real a real what, concern? <laughs> You're so cute. Um, what kind of camera is it? It's uh, it, what kind of camera in it? It is. I, or, I mean, it's a well, it's a Wi-Fi camera. I mean, it's, it's 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 running on 2.4 gigahertz Wi-Fi. Is the I guess that's the signal it needs. Well, what kind of but, what does the camera do? Oh, it just basically just bolts to the top of the birdhouse and you just shut the lid to the birdhouse and it, it just points down in there. And, you know, if there's any act, activity in the birdhouse, it, it picks that, that imagery up and sends it. I, I'm assuming oh. it sends it to my network. Uh, then that app allows, allows me to view that imagery. Yeah. You, you know what? Yeah. It's, it's probably harmless. And anytime yeah. we want to give out our Wi-Fi password, I know it's like, Oh, is that something okay. that I need to do? It used to be yeah. our social security number until we realized that every social security number is for sale on the dark yeah. web. We're like, mm, okay, I guess that's <laughs> sure, that. Sure. Um, but you know, you okay. bring up a great point. Uh, it's, and the great point is called network sniffers. Have you ever heard of that? Ever, have you ever used one? I've, I've, I'm familiar with a network sniffer. Sure. Okay, well, good, because, you know, the network sniffers, for everybody who hasn't, uh, you know, hasn't really looked into it or, you know, what it is, it's a software hardware device that it will capture and analyze network traffic so that this way you can see all the data that's being transmitted. And there are all mm-hmm. kinds of different sniffing tools that are available. A uh, really popular one is called Wireshark. Another one is called TCP Dump. And basically, you connect your computer to the same Wi-Fi network, and then you can run this sniffer and start capturing these packets of data that are being transmitted. And then the sniffer will display the data in a format that you can see exactly where the source is and where the destination of the data is, the type of data, the size, things like that. And um, so if you really wanted to see where the data was going from the birdhouse and where it was headed and, you know, I'm sure maybe it's going to your network and it's being stored in the cloud. You know, it's 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 not that you're being paranoid. You're just really being safe. And that's, I want to make that distinction because 
there are so many data breaches that we get alerted to. It seems like every other day nowadays, it's almost like the little boy who cried wolf. But it's good to be aware and it's good to question, is this really necessary? And you can, again, you can use something like Wireshark or TCP dump. Um, but if you're interested, there are some cameras that don't use a wireless network at all. It just will save to an SD card. But the bummer with that is, yeah, I know, you got to take the SD card out of the camera, then bring it to your computer, your laptop, tablet, whatever, and then plug it in, then download all those images. So I would just go ahead and say, go ahead, give the password. If you do have any concerns, keep in mind, you do have another option, and that is to set up a guest network. And so you put all your internet connected devices onto a guest network, and then on the guest network, you don't do all your major banking or anything like that. So if you have any concerns, just set up a guest network and then put the camera on that, and then you'd be good to go. John, thank you for your call. You know, there's another advantage of having a guest network. It allows you to provide internet access to folks that come over to your house without giving them access to your main network, your internal network, and all your devices. So it'll help protect from potential security threats posed by any unknown devices that maybe your family and friends are bringing in. You know, it just is a safe thing to do. You don't have to give them a password either. Just set the guest network up and go, here you go. Just sign on. All right, if you're selling your home, no doubt you need this nice big virtual tour of your home on all these different real estate websites. But I want you to be super careful about what's inside the videos and those photos because, again, anybody can just look at this video and look at the photos of your website. Now, the reason why I bring this up is recently at the University of Washington, the researchers examined some really popular real estate websites for privacy risks. And what did they find? Get this, of the 44 virtual tours that they examined, every single home, every single one, had at least one piece of private information just free for the taking right there on the site. I'm talking about maybe a photo, letter, passwords written on a sticky note, a diploma. I'm talking about identity theft here or just breaking into your accounts. So this is a big win for scammers because many home listings also include, for the thieves, floor plans. Ah, oh, yes. No reason or need to stake anything out anymore. They know which window or door to use to quickly break into the house, grab a computer, get a big screen TV, maybe a jewelry box. Now, virtual tours, I know you need them in order to get your home sold because well, that's how it seems like since the pandemic, that's how most people are looking at their homes nowadays. But I really want you to think like a criminal, think like a scammer before you put your home on a virtual tour. I did this just myself about a month ago, is that I want you to strip the whole house of any personal effects and also look at doggy doors, security alarm locations. Make sure that those are not disclosed in any of these virtual tours, too. And make sure you blur out if you can't get the photos off the wall or whatever it may be. You just make sure that you blur them out before you get them, get them out there. And these real estate websites, the traffic is just incredible. And if you're not using one to even just keep tabs in your neighborhood, I totally do this, is that say, save some homes in your area. So this way, anytime the home gets rented or sold, you get an automatic alert, which is really handy. So that's, this way you can keep a pulse of what's going on in your local real estate market. All right, we always want to lose a few pounds at the beginning of every year. So here are some apps you might want to check out. Let's start with the MyFitnessPal app. It, it calculates how many calories you burn from exercise. You just put in the food you eat per day, and it'll pop out an accurate calorie count. Now, keep in mind 
that people underestimate how much they eat from 20 to as high as 40%. So that's why if you can keep track of your calories, it makes perfect sense. Next up, the 8Fit app is great if you're the type of person who needs some hand-holding. It brings personalized on-demand workouts and meal planning, puts it all in one app. And finally, Apple Watch owners, this one's for you, Fitness Plus Walks, Apple Watch and iPhone owners. It has a series of guided workouts. It'll show you an accurate heart rate to get you working in tip-top form. And All right, still to come in just a few moments, we have brand new or not true, and this week is especially tough, so make sure you have your thinking cap on. And then later on, how you can see which apps are listening in on your conversations on your iPhone or Android. All right, brand new or not true is America's favorite game show sensation that you can hear on uh, radio stations all across the United States and also as a podcast and where you can play along and guess, is it brand new or is it just not true? Because every single day, it just seems like there are hundreds, if not thousands of new tech products that get released. And so often it's like, oh, what were they thinking? And then you find out that it's a real product. And so, yes, I make up the two fake products, and there's one real product. And it's up to you to decide which is the real product. Now, joining us every week, we have a special guest contestant. If you'd like to be a guest contestant, you can always drop me a note through the website over at commando.com and hit the button that says email Kim. And joining us this week as our contestant is Shay in Battle Creek, Michigan. Hello there, Shay. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? What do you do in Battle Creek? Um, so I work at a doctor's office. Awesome. All and, right. Yeah. And what do you do there? Um, I do the computer work and all the paperwork. All oh, the busy work. All right. So you are really into details, right? I can imagine. So yes. you are going to be, I bet you you're going to win. Now, you know, it's a big prize. <laughs> If you win brand new or not true, it's an official Kim Commando Show fanny pack. And I know you may sit there saying, like, come on, Kim, can you do better than that? But let me tell you, Shay, people love the Kim Commando Show fanny pack, and you will too. All right, so I'm going to present you three products, and it's up to you to decide which is the real product to win the much-coveted Kim Commando Show fanny pack. Ready to play, Shay? Sure. All right, product number one. Do you ever look into a crowd, Shay, and think to yourself, they all would love me if they only knew me? Well, thanks to augmented reality, there is a way for total strangers to see who you are as well as your likes or dislikes. Because there's a brand new app, it uses AR, and when you file, fire up the app, it uses your phone's camera. So you can aim it at somebody in the crowd to learn more about that person. You see their top-rated and most-liked Facebook and Instagram posts because, you know, social media sites are tracking our faces anyway. So let's say you're attending a trade show, conference, or convention. You don't have to waste your time wondering like who's ready for connections or what they are into. You just hold your phone up. You look at pictures of people who are like who may like cats and memes. And then you'll see other people who like motivational slogans and they even post motivational slogans like maybe this one. If you let your head get too big, it'll break your neck. Yes, uh, that was actually said by Elvis Presley. True story. Uh, the app is free, but there are a lot of in-app purchases, as you might imagine. All right, product number two. I don't know if you remember this, Shay, but you ever go to the airport and they would have these big boards that would show airlines and flight numbers and gate numbers. This is before all the digital screens. And each number and letter was in its own box. And when the letters changed, it looked like a deck of cards that were shuffling and it made noises mm -hmm. too until that, until that number or that letter showed up. Well, it's back. 
You can get your own mechanical board for your home or office, but this way people can send you text messages to it, or you can watch latest stock prices. Um, one dad actually used it to sh- teach his son the ABCs. You control it from anywhere using the free app, uh, and the app should be free because this digital message board is $3,000. But I'll tell you, I like this product. I'm all for them. <laughs> Get it? For them? Message. Sorry. All right. Uh, product number three. A recent survey says that over 47% of over 73-year-old Americans are using some sort of smart device. That makes sense. But the problem is a lot of the tech isn't really geared towards this age group. So now we have something called the Smart Senior GPS. Sure, you can plug in where you want to go, get turn-by-turn directions and real-time traffic. But the Smart Senior GPS does one more thing. When you enter your destination, Shay, Say, for example, it's CVS or Walgreens or Rite Aid. Instead of the GPS saying that you arrived, the senior GPS gives you hints or reminders. So when you get to your destination, say it was CVS or Walgreens, it'll say, hello, in case you forgot, you're here to pick up your prescription. Now, they're also working on smart handheld gaming consoles uh, to put out senior-oriented games like Pin the Toupee on the Bald Guy or... (laughs) Capture capture the Medicare card. Or where did I leave it, Mr. Wolf? So those are your three products. We have Meet a Person app. We have a digital message board. Or we have the Smart Senior GPS and other smart tech for seniors. So, Shay, the pressure's on. Which is the real product? Which one? I'm going to go with the digital message board. All right, Shay. Let's let Shay's going for the digital. Is that your final answer, Shay? Are you sure? <laughs> final answer. Final answer. Okay, she's confident. Judges, what do you say? Oh. This is a Vesta board, a wonderfully yep. mechanical display that you can control from anywhere. Way to go, Shay. It's $3,000, though. Oof. I know. That's How much a crazy is... price. <laughs> yes. I, I was thinking it should be more like $300. <laughs> then I I think it has some legs. You know, I just $3,000 for a digital message board is like way too much money. All right. Well, congratulations on the huge win. And I know you have a question for me now. So how can I help you out? I do. I'm curious about crypto wallets, physical crypto wallets. I have some um, coins on exchanges currently, Crypto.com and Coinbase, and I'd like to put them on a physical wallet. So I'd like to know your recommendation of what's your what's your best recommendation for that? You're so smart. You need to get oh. it off of the, you know, you need to get it off of the exchanges because I'm sure you've yeah. been following everything with crypto, right? It's crazy. It's, Nuts. It's scary. Nuts. Yeah, it's very scary, especially, have you been following the FTX exchange story? Yes. That's my motivator. Yes. Okay. I mean, they were taking people's money to buy boats and penthouse apartments and, gosh, all calling it in the name of research. Um, That that is going to be – that's a scandal bigger than Enron and Lehman Brothers combined. Uh, Sam Bankman-Fried is the guy's name. It was once valued at uh, $32 billion, Operating out of a, a hotel in, I think, Bermuda, Bahamas or someplace. Like that. Bahamas it was. 
Uh, they have over $8 billion in liabilities now. And they say that you uh, that they have over 1 million creditors. And if you, uh, if you lost your money on that whole scam, is that it doesn't even qualify for a tax write-off because they didn't sell the asset. It's like, oh, gosh, really? So uh, I'm really glad that you called. And for anybody who has any money on any exchanges, you need to get it in your own physical wallet. And it's not that hard to do. It's, it's fairly easy, and the instructions are all online. Uh, the one that, that we recommend, and we also have a book about cryptocurrency. We recommend it in the book as well. It's at the Ledger Nano uh, X. It's $150. We'll, we'll send a link over to you to, for uh, you to buy it, Shay, so you don't need to write any of this down, okay? Okay, but what it does is it it keeps your coins and your NFTs if you have any of those because they're also going in the crapper. Uh, but it's a hardware wallet that you can manage all your crypto and anything on the go. There there is a cheaper one, uh, the Nano S. But here's the deal: is that the more expensive one has Bluetooth and a longer battery life. And so it seems, you know, if if you're going to be putting your money into a crypto wallet and you have it like on a couple exchanges like you do, Shay. Uh, get the Ledger Nano X. It's $150. And if you are wondering what's going on in the cryptocurrency marketplace, make sure that you get my daily podcast, The Daily Tech Update. I've been following this very, very closely. So wherever you get your podcast, just search for uh, Kim Commando Daily Tech Update. And again, it's one minute a day where I give you the latest news. And this whole crypto marketplace has been on my screen for a really long time. And it's it's really, really interesting. Boy, I'll tell you, the crypto market is just crazy right now. So, okay, let me ask you a question. How do you get $1,000 in cryptocurrency? How do you get to have a savings or, or an amount in your account of $1,000 in cryptocurrency? You invest $2,000 in it. The market is bonkers. Don't put your money in crypto right now. All right, so we're going to start the new year with a money tip about how you can get rid of your old stuff and make sure that you are getting the top dollar for it. Now, there are different places to go on the internet to sell different things. And first of all, make sure that your privacy is protected. Don't use your full name as your avatar, your username, whatever it is. Don't meet a stranger or allow them to come into your home. You want to meet at a third-party place. We have all those tips on the website. I want to really focus on where you should go to sell your stuff. OfferUp is number one. It's free to use and it's geared towards local sales. And you can message interested buyers via the app, answer questions, finalize details. Selling is super easy. And for local sales, money changes hands in person. Goods that are shipped, payments are made through the app. Uh, next up, we have Poshmark. This is good for used and new clothing, accessories, and shoes. But you can also sell home goods, pet items, and also some electronics. The listing is free. We go through. There are some commissions uh, for sales under 15 bucks. Poshmark will take three bucks. 15 or more, they take 20%. Now, Declutter is a great place to sell tech gadgets, really tech gadgets. I'm talking about old phones, computers, tablets, CDs, DVDs, video games, smart home gear. And for example, if you have, uh, you just enter information about the item that you want to sell, model number, condition, and Declutter offers a guaranteed price for them. And there's also a built-in barcode scanner in the app that's super handy. Coinscatalog.net is a place for old coins. Facebook Marketplace, it's free to sell just about anything to anybody in your area. And, of course, there's eBay and Craigslist. But there again, I would probably hold off on Craigslist and use all these other sites before that one. So in case you need links to all these sites, more information like commissions and some tips on 
getting the most money for your goods, just hit our website. That's commando.com, of course, and search for how to bring in more income in the new year by selling your stuff or just selling your stuff. All right, still to come, we have more of your phone calls. And later on, are your apps listening? Well, I'm going to tell you how you can know for sure whether you're using an iPhone or Android here on the Kim Commando Show. All right, Scott, welcome to the Kim Commando Show. Okay, I work at a small catering company, essentially four people. Previous employees set up the Instagram and Facebook. We no longer have the password, his email, and he doesn't return phone calls. How can I reset that? Uh, did he use his work email address? He did, but it's been removed from our servers. Okay. So here's what you need to do. You need to reinstate that email address and you can, you can check it. You can put a password on it and you pull it up. Uh, you can put a distribution list and have it forwarded to you. But the easiest way to do this is just to <laughs> recreate the email address for the the uh, the guy or gal that is no longer with the company and then get that link and then that gives you the ability to sign into the account because that's where you can reset the password because all the password requests are going to come back to that email address. And so that's where you can reset the password uh, and then assign another email address and another password and then you'll have complete control of the account. But let me just give you a tip. One of the things that we do here for all of the social media accounts that we have, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, because it's not uncommon, and you're not alone, that more than one person should have access or will have access to a social media account, right? I mean, because somebody wants to post or somebody wants to look at the metrics or things like that, is what we do is we actually have an email address for each different social media account that doesn't go back to a person it goes back to a distribution list of three or four people. So if somebody's trying to monkey around in that account, all of us know that somebody's trying to do a password reset. But in addition to that, uh, when the employee leaves or if somebody gets ticked off, is that they never have control of that account. Okay. That makes sense. So, yeah, so that's the that's the easiest way. Uh, of course, you know, we can send you to... Um, uh, support form hell. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Try to Been get there. somebody. <laughs> yes, exactly. Try to get some per. Is there some person? Is does anybody? Is there a human at Instagram? Anybody? No, <laughs> there are, but they don't want to help anybody out. Although Facebook, they just said that they just launched. It still blows me away that we have this trillion dollar company, right, or whatever they're making lately, and they have no customer service department. None. Zip. They just opened a chat line over at Facebook if you get hacked. But I haven't heard some good news about that, about it really working. So anyway, Scott, thanks for your call. And yes, I did help you out. So it's happy day for all. You know, if you're doing social media for your small business, one of the things I really want to stress is that you should have a content calendar. So this way you can plan out the content that you want to post in advance. This way you you can make sure that you're consistently posting high quality content that is really important for your audience to see. And just a quick reminder that you can get our daily tech updates. So wherever you get your podcasts, make sure you search for Commando with a K and get our daily tech updates. Every single day, you're going to get a 60-second news story as well as a digital life hack from me. So again, that's our daily tech updates. Wherever you get your podcasts, just search for Commando with a K.
Have you ever wondered if the apps on your phones are really listening to you? Well, here's the scoop. Probably when you installed the app, you didn't read the app's terms and conditions. And all that legal mumbo jumbo that you said yes to when you clicked agree, you may have given these apps your permission to listen to you, your conversations by using your phone's microphone and then collect all that data and sell it. So how do you know which apps are doing this? For iPhone users, open settings, tap privacy and security, and then tap microphone. This pulls up a list of all the apps that are using your mic. From there, you can disable the apps you don't want them picking up any conversations. Now, for Android, similar story. Go into your settings, find the Apps Permission Manager, and disable the mic for any apps that should not be using it. And before you download any app, make sure that you read the reviews in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store because sometimes you can really get some clues on some privacy issues within these apps. And just a quick reminder, also make sure that you enter to win that $500 gift card. You can enter to win right now at commando.com win. That's commando.com slash win. And be sure to tell, make sure that you tell three people about our show and podcast because knowledge is power. If you need any more information about anything I talked about, hit the website. That's commando.com, K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. <laughs>